Welcome to the Bond Standard Morning Services. Thank you so much for being with me. I am Jesse Lee Peterson. You can get involved by calling 800-411-2663, 800-411-BOND. You can also email me, church at bondinfo.org, church at bondinfo.org. You can put your name in town and I can respond. Uh, and good morning here again. Oh, and by the way, I hope you had a, a good 4th of July. I, I did. And I hope you guys had one too. You say you did a little bit, right? All right. I have to stop doing this with my hands because it, to the intellect, it looked like I'm nervous. But to me, it just feels good. My hands feel clean. <laughs> I put some lotion on them and they feel real clean. So I'm not nervous. Um, last week, we talked about gossiping. Did anybody gossip from last week to today? Nobody. One person gossip. You did? Sort of. What made you do it? Sort of. Either you're doing it or not. <laughs> so did you gossip or you listen to gossip? Probably both. Really? And were you aware that you were doing it after when we talked about it in depth last Sunday? When I was gossiping, I wasn't aware I was gossiping. Really? You went on content because it was so good. I mean, I didn't consider it gossiping, I guess. You did not? <laughs> no. But now you do? Well, I was told it was. I'm sorry? I was told it was. Oh, you were told it was gossiping. Mm-hmm. Um, and but why you don't know the difference? Why you don't know if it was or not? Because mm, gossiping is trying to, I don't know. To me, it's trying to make somebody, put somebody down or make somebody look bad or something. But I maybe I was, but maybe I wasn't thinking of it that way. But it can also be just telling another person's business. No. Unless it I wouldn't said, feel like I was telling anybody's business. Oh, okay. So you're not convinced then that you were gossiping? Mm, not convinced, no. Oh, well, don't admit to something if you don't see for yourself that it's true. Yeah. Because we all have common sense and we all know right from wrong. So if you don't see it for yourself, then you don't know that it's true or not. And you're not going to overcome it until you can see for yourself. And then you can overcome it. Okay. That makes sense? Um, yes. So you're not sure if you did it or not? No. Oh, okay. Well, that's crazy. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, okay, all right. And you said you did, right? Uh, let's go with the mic, Rob. Uh, you gossip. And I... were you conscious, were you aware that you were doing it at the time that you were doing it? Yes. And so why did you do it? I I was aware that I was gossiping. I I was listening to gossip. You did both. I listened to gossip, and I was bored. You were I bored. Said, well, I guess I'll just listen. <laughs> <laughs> and I I didn't have anything else to do, so I listened. But then I got caught up because they wanted my opinion. Uh-huh. And at that point, I I there was no turning back. I felt like. <laughs> <laughs> so then I just uh. gave my my. Uh, Three sentences of a disclaimer, and then I, <laughs> but I knew I, I, it was wrong. That's amazing. So if you're standing right at the gates of hell, and your friend's about to go in, and you followed them all the way to the gate, you're not going to be able to turn around? They're going to convince you to come on in? No, well, I was aware that I was listening to gossip, and I was aware that I 
I was doing it because I was bored. And that's when I told myself, I got to find somewhere to volunteer or something or keep myself busy. <laughs> I got too much time on my hands. Yeah. Um, so it would have been nice at that point had you said to them, you know what? I'm gossiping. I shouldn't be doing this. We were just talking about this at church. And you guys shouldn't be doing this either. Then you would have been, that would have been love. It did not occur to you to say that at all? Well, it wasn't a lot of people. It was just one other person. And they were, it was more like they had it on their mind. And like what you had, what we had talked about last time. So this person really just wanted to vent. And so since I didn't have anything to do, (laughs) I listened. Yeah. Okay. Amazing. Did you learn from that? What did you learn? I have too much time on my hands. Yeah. But you could have a, Robert, 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 just hold it for you. You could hold it too. And that way you don't be confused. So it's okay to hold it. All right. Um, you're making me nervous up here. Uh, we're talking to the mic holder here. Um, I forgot my thought now. Oh, you can be busy and still gossip. Sage is telling you that if you had more to do, you wouldn't do it, but that's not necessary. So there's always time to do wrong. <laughs> that's true. You notice that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, always time. It doesn't matter how busy you are. Look how busy Bill Clinton was as president. He had time to be with Monica. True. Yeah, so always time to do wrong. All right. Uh, so no one else gossip. Wow, all these people over here? You got to make sure you put a lot of money in the box today. <laughs> I'm working for nothing. Well, uh, uh, John, you gossip. I thought you can hold the phone, John. Just hold it there, uh, like this. There you go. Well, I didn't. I, I listened to gossip. Really? Yeah, I listened to gossip. And you, were you aware of what you were doing after we talked about it last Sunday? Uh, Are I, you? I am, but you know what? Not I am. I was or I was not. I wasn't or I was. Uh, <clears throat> What do you mean? I was, I was not. When, I mean, when you oh, were, I see, yeah, at the yeah, time, at the time. yeah. Um, were you aware of what you were doing? Yes. Or, oh, you were. Yes. But and so you listened to it, or you gave it out? Uh, or I both. Listen, I listened to it, and I did make the, the the party that I spoke to aware. That this is all gossip. Oh. This is he had said. This is all gossip. Oh, you said that after you listened to it. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Well, that's good. At least you corrected the person. Right. Did you? Right. Okay. Right. But you know what? I'm not entirely clear. You know, the fine line, uh, conversation, gossip. You see, I'm the, I'm, and I, you know, that's not entirely clear to me. Oh. No. Um, but, uh, oh, I can tell from now on, anybody who has doubt about what gossip is because of this fine line you're talking about, say to the person, I'm going to tell them what you said. Yes. Then you know. <laughs> All right? That makes sense? Yeah, it does. Then you would know that fine line right. if you're there or not. Right. All right, well, good then. You did it, and, oh, but you, did, you listened to it, but you didn't respond to it. You just said, this is all gossip. I don't want to hear it. I did not say that I don't want to hear it. Oh. I just said, I just it's said all gossip. Hey, this is all hearsay. This is gossip. It doesn't look right for a man to do it. I can't see you. Sitting up there listening to somebody gossip, you just don't look like you would do it. <laughs> well, you can't. You can't stop people. Uh, you know. Yes, you can. Of, 
other than, other than saying, hey. If you don't want to hear, you can stop them. Yeah, that, you're, you're right. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Let's just be real honest here so we can be free. Yes. Yeah, you can do it. Absolutely right. All right. And you gossip. I can't believe it. I did. You did? Yeah. Did you listen to it or both? I actually started it myself. You started? <laughs> Lord, if ever I needed you, I need you now. Yeah. Um, I actually got <laughs> caught up of my emotions, what happened to my aunt and her daughter. My mom just told me what happened to them just for me to call them or just talk to them. Right. And I was like, oh, my God, they shouldn't even happen. She was stupid. She didn't get God's, like, <laughs> something when she got married. She just went with that guy. And it really came harsh on me that she really didn't go to church before getting married or just right. doing anything. And I started that, oh, she's stupid. She's young. She got brainwashed. <laughs> <laughs> and were you aware at the time that you were doing it? Especially after we talked about it last Sunday, were you aware that you were doing it? At that moment, no, because my emotions were so high. Right. So you were unconscious. Yes. And then when did you come back to reality? How long after that? After we finished the conversation. <laughs> and did you go back and apologize? You know what? I was gossiping with you. I should not have done that. It was wrong on both our part. And I would, no, that's not a good example for me to set. No, I haven't talked to my mom yet after oh. that. Right. But if I will, if I talk, I will definitely tell her. What did your husband say about what you had done? He, he told me that you don't know what happened. You cannot judge the person by what you see because you don't yeah. know what really happened. Yeah. He kept saying that. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing how your heart will be blessed if you can cut this stuff out. Really. It's like it's God, God rewards us for love, showing love rather than hate. And all these things are of the devil, but in, in, in our fallen nature, they seem normal. But they're not normal. And they do, I mean, and it, 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 does, it does not help anyone to do this. And it really doesn't help yourself. It really doesn't. It really has a negative impact on you. But you won't know that until you stop doing it. The interesting thing was that right after we finished their hot topic, I was like, oh, mom, we should take it easy. It's their life. They're doing whatever they're doing. Yes. I was doing like kind of both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gossiping and then afterwards, ah, oh, we should take it easy. It, she did whatever she did. So right. <laughs> there's no point to go back. That's right. Absolutely. Wow. Amazing stuff. And uh, Christine, did you have your hand? So you gossip. Yeah, I wasn't here last week, but I understand gossip, and I've been really trying to watch that. And, um, you know, so I'm, I'm going through some conversations I had, and some were gossip, um, you know, particularly about this new tenant we have. And then some, you know, like <laughs> when you're talking about Mensa, you know, you're just reporting a situation of someone, uh, of a person in common that you, you know about. So that, that would not be gossip. No. It was just like a, a reporting incident about, you know, like... How someone There's a help that we all know, and, we, and he definitely needs your prayers and stuff. And I know people know him, and they want to be updated about his condition. That's not gossiping. But I, I like the way you, you put, well, if you don't want to go and tell this person to their face what you're saying, that's the, the, the dividing line, and that's a, that's a good way to look at it. Yes, absolutely. And last but not least, <laughs> tell me it ain't so. 
Yes, it's so. <laughs> yeah, I I listened and I gossiped, but like I told you last week, I'm in and out. Like sometimes, I remember one girl was trying to tell me something, and she start whispering. <laughs> and then I said, I'm sorry, I can't listen to gossip. <laughs> and I cut her off like, and she was kind of, she was just kind of looking at me. But then I find myself going back into it, not with her, but with somebody else. Yeah. And and I did go unconscious for a minute. Yeah. Because I I did enjoy it, and like she said, I didn't recognize it till afterwards. You enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was, it was good, huh? It was funny. Ooh, that's juicy stuff. <laughs> <It was funny. laughs> yeah, child. Yeah, it's like <laughs> oh. I keep asking, you know, God to. It's like when somebody. It depends on how they tell me. It's like, oh, I got something to tell you, and I'm like, <laughs> ooh, <laughs> like, and I just, I just start listening, and then uh, I don't know. Uh, I just, I don't know. Children of God. <laughs> yeah. And so when did, you, when did you become aware of what you had done? It's like soon. How long after the incident? It, it seemed like soon, like afterwards. Yeah. And then then sometimes if they keep talking, you kind of start noticing it. And I start getting edgy. And I'm like, oh, I got to go because I keep wanting to talk about it. Right. But, yeah, I don't notice it till like afterwards. Right. Or it's every now and then I notice it, like, just before they tell me. And it's always after church, too. It's like, <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like. The devil waiting ah, for you. Like, you know, so. Amazing. So yeah. did you go back to that person and say, I was wrong for listening to and gossiping with you? No, because you know what? With some of the people, I kind of cut them off. But with one person, it's so hard for me to cut them off. You don't have to try. Just be honest with them. And then like, they'll decide I, if they want to stay well, or not. Well, you know, I'm still trying to waver. Is it gossip? Like what she's telling me. Tell her that you're going to go and tell the person who she's gossiping about. I don't about. really then know the people. What? I don't, I mean, I've seen them, but well, I, don't tell, know, I don't know them. Well, then ask her, do you think what you're doing is good or evil? Okay. Wonder, there are ways to find out. wonder if they told the person already and they're just telling me they what still, happened. If they have told the person or confronted the person already, they should be done with it. There was no good in coming and telling you none. Wonder if you already <laughs> wonder if you already kind of know what happened, but you want to hear it from them. You shouldn't want to hear it. Okay. That's an evil nature. I'm telling you the truth about this. Once you break away from this sin, you're gonna feel like a new person because <laughs> you're not carrying all this stuff with you and everybody else's business, and you're wishing people well because everybody got issues that they're going through, and we are supposed to wish them well, not carry with us and, and, and be so judgmental. Because all it does is feed the ego. It does no good at all. Absolutely none. Can you imagine Christ going around gossiping about everybody? He knows everybody's business. And he go around telling everybody all about it. You can't imagine that, right? When he's your brother, you're supposed to represent him. You're part of his family. And you have to act like family members, like a new family rather than the old family you're trying to get away from. You're a new creature in Christ, a new attitude, a new nature. That makes sense? Yeah. yeah. It is so free and it's so sweet and so nice. Yes, ma'am. I, I have a question for you. Yes. Is it gossiping when... Like this person knew, knows that I'm a Christian, so they came and they they wanted 
my Christian perspective, uh, biblically, right? And so they were telling me, and they went on and on and on. And so I listened, and in my mind I said, well, it's gossip. But then I wasn't sure if it was because I really don't feel like I put in my emotional opinion about it. I just said, well, this is what... You know, in the Bible, this is what it states. Yeah. But then I still felt like, well, was that gossip or not? If um, if you want to know for sure, you should, after you heard what she had to say, just say, okay, you, I'm a Christian. You told me about this person. We're going to go to that person and talk to her about it. And then if, if this person who told you this, say, oh, okay, that's a good idea. Then it, the Christian stuff is working. But if you just listen and quoted the scripture to her and went your way, it did no good. Because if this person had any love at all, they would want to talk to the other person. That's what God asked us to do, to go to the person that we have the issue with, not to someone else. And once you do it, if you see it, if it hasn't worked itself out, take one witness to that person. And if that doesn't do it, be done with it. There's no need to hold on to it anymore. And it just, it'll free you up. It really, really, it makes so much sense too, doesn't it? Why carry? I don't even carry my own stuff around anymore. Why? And I definitely don't carry other people's stuff around. It's enough to keep it over my own life. It really is. Why do you want to have somebody else's life to carry around? That makes sense? All right. Anybody else about the gossiping thing? Okay. Um, so did this help? You got to be a little more aware now? And if you notice, whenever you do it, you go unconscious. And that's because you're with your father, the devil. Yeah. <laughs> you go unconscious. This is why God wants you to walk by the light and not by the darkness. Don't walk by your ego, but what is right. So, Stephanie, what are we going to do about you? <laughs> I'm okay. Are you going to fight with this person today to say, you tricked me, I wasn't gossiping? Uh, no. No. All right. Um, I, I don't even know where to start. I, got, so I want my country back, first of all. all right? And the world's falling apart, secondly. Morally, falling apart. Uh, I had the opportunity to uh, speak on um, the 4th of July at a Tea Party rally up in uh, Course something. What? Gold oh, yeah. Coarse Gold Village. It's up by Fresno, California area. And everybody at the Mama showed up. It was really, really, really a great rally. The thing I liked, liked about it and appreciated about it, I remember when I was a little boy, and this is not, it is so true, it just blows my mind. And we got our first black and white TV, and I used to see white people on the 4th of July waving flags and being all happy about America. And I'm like, wow, I want to do that. I really said it as a kid. And um, because on the 4th of July in Alabama, we go and hang out, but we just play drums and dance and play ball and not really wave no flag. You never see a flag. And I wanted to do that because I, they, it looked like white people really appreciated America. And so now that I'm doing that on the 4th of July, I'm like, oh, wow, there's nothing better than this. No ribs. <laughs> no, but sweet potato pie or, or what's that, macaroni and cheese. 
nothing is better than fighting for your country uh, on the 4th of July, Independence Day, right? And uh, so I had a good time. I talked to the people about how they got to get over fear and stand up because most white Americans are afraid to tell the truth. And I'm sure a lot of blacks and others are like that too, but they are really afraid to tell the truth about black Americans or to black folks uh, uh, and to them. And they have friends who are black. They're, they're married to black people and they still are afraid to tell the truth to black people for fear of being called racist. And I said to them, don't you understand that that's why we're losing this battle? The one thing that God has done is taken fear out of love so that we can win the spiritual battle in our private lives and personal lives. And it never fails. Most of them raise their hands, their hands and say that they have this fear. And they ask me all the time, what should I say to black people? How, what to say, what to do? And they buy my book, Scam, because they're looking for talking points. They're like, are there talking points in your book to say to black people? And it's just mind-blowing to me. And I asked, how many of you are Christians? And, and nearly everybody in the crowd raised their hands as being a Christian. And I say to them, there is nothing special to say to black people. You say to them exactly what you would say to your own folks, to your family members, to your friends, your white friends. You tell the truth. Really, that's the only thing that's going to free them up. But they are afraid of being called racist, and they are afraid of... Uh, Black people's anger. They're afraid how they're going to react to it. One lady came over to me after the speech and said um, she has a friend, a black male friend that she's been friends with for over 20 years, and she's absolutely in fear of telling him the truth. That every time she tries, you know, he shut her down by calling her racist, and she's just afraid. She's like, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? I'm like, well, tell, tell him the truth. And if he's a friend, he will hang around. If he's not a friend, he would be gone. And, and that would be good for you. And if you were a friend, you would tell him the truth because the truth will either bring the first step closer or tear it apart. And if, it, if, it, uh, if you tear it apart, you were never friends anyway. But there's nothing special to say to black people. They're not like... I know some of them may act like animals, but they're not animals. They're like human beings with spirits, too. And that spirit needs to hear the truth. That makes sense? Yes. Yes, yes ma'am. I was wondering, do you find it's more so since there's a black president? Yes, oh. even more so since they have a black president. It's amazing. The, 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 it's just running rampant. And they're like, oh, you, you, you can tell them the truth because you are black. I'm like, black people don't listen to me either. <laughs> Only those who are seeking the truth listen to the truth, recognize the truth when they see it. But it has nothing to do with color. And so I'm wondering today, and I was telling them, you know, this is the greatest country in the world. Everybody and their mama are trying to get here. And I'm thinking, with my life, I'm uneducated. I grew up on a plantation. I remember when laws were against us. And yet, I have the best life that one could possibly have because I live in America. Where else could an uneducated man or woman do what they want to do and still have a great life? And it's worth fighting for. 
And we have the power to fight it because God is with us. He really is. He's with us. And so they say to me, oh, no, the blacks only listen to other blacks. No, they don't. Some do, most don't. Because they hate truth. They don't care who it's coming from. They don't want the truth. And there are a few who want the truth, so you got to tell the truth. You gotta, and, and I find this happening in family members and friendships and just liars. If you're not of the truth, you're of the lie. And, and don't let Satan deceive you that you're, and that you're of the truth when you're of a lie, when you're unable to be honest with one another. Uh, there was something else I wanted to say about that. Oh, and they say, oh, you're so brave, you're so brave. I'm only brave because God has allowed me to be that way. I was afraid too. I know what it's like to be afraid to lose somebody or lose something by telling the truth. But as of today and 25 years ago and up until today, there's not one person or one thing on earth that I would rather hold on to and let the truth go. Nothing. Nothing at all as of today, you know, from 20 five years ago when I woke up. And I love people. I like hanging out. I like having fun. I like eating. I like all those things. I like having friends. But I love the truth more because it made me free. It, like, detached me from the world. And it, set, it allowed me to see. And so when I'm out there speaking, it doesn't, I don't think of fear. It just doesn't occur to me to be afraid. It doesn't even occur to me to be afraid. And I don't feel like I'm attacking it being mean. It's just I'm telling what it is. And if you disagree, I'm okay with, it, with that too. I don't even get mad about that because I want that to happen. We got to do it. That makes sense? Yes, yes Jesse. I want to, on the 4th of July, evil came out like never before. You know this guy, uh, Chris Rock. You ever heard of him? Everybody heard of him, right? James, you heard of him. He has the the Afro hair. I saw Chris on the plane one time uh, recently, and he was sitting in front of me, and he looked like he was just worn out. His nappy hair, you know, because you got, (laughs) he got this like Afro kind of ball stuff, and he was dry like he didn't have on lotion. (laughs) He looked worn out. You know what I'm talking about, right, Rodney? (laughs) Um, so I saw Chris on the plane but anyway he tweeted on the 4th of July Chris Rock tweeted happy white people independence day the slave weren't free but I'm sure they enjoyed uh, fireworks happy white people independence day uh huh what do you say about that, Kent? You're white. No, I'm half black. Um, <laughs> I, uh, it's sad. It's sad that he has that kind of hatred and, and doesn't appreciate America and, and what it stands for. Very good point. I wonder right away, this man has made his career all white people. White people support him. They, they go to his, his uh, little shows and buy his little CDs and support him. And now that he's doing that, you know, he's doing very well. How do you all of a sudden, I mean, how do you hide that kind of hatred in your heart, in your heart, until you get what you want and then just turn like that? 
and then have no shame about it at all. I'm just, that is wickedness to the core. It's like America made him, uh, caused him to have a good life, and now he's going to kick America in the butt. Isn't that like mind-blowing? Or is it just me? Yes, Ken. Yeah, no, I, I think you're right. I mean, I th- two comments. One, I, I almost feel like if I had those feelings that he has, I, I wouldn't share them public. If I really felt that way, I still wouldn't share them. I just have some common sense. That's that. right. Um, I, would, I would somehow or another find some kind of appreciation, just get rid of that hatred. Especially when you look at your life and see what this country has, has afforded you. And it makes it hard, too, to like him as a comic because, you, you know, you want to root for him. He, he is funny. But when he comes out with stuff like that, you, it just makes it real hard. On the 4th of July, we're all free. And his thing is happy white people Independence Day. The slaves weren't free, but I'm sure they enjoyed fireworks. That's evil. That is absolute evil. Yes, ma'am. I heard about that, his comment. And I, my first reaction was I was disappointed because I... I like Chris Rock. Yes. And I really wasn't surprised because if you watched a couple of his shows, he's made a career out of appealing to the anger and, and yes. the whole black against white. Yeah. So to me, he was just marketing himself. And then, But then I also, it triggered, I, I thought about George Lopez because he's made a career out of the whole, you know, Hispanic thing. Yeah. But then I thought about, well, I don't think he's made a career out of the anger of Hispanics. He's just kind of makes fun of what they do. Yes. Versus Chris Rock, all of his stuff is just very he, he's angry. Always, yeah, an angry person. Very good point. You can make jokes. I make jokes about myself and others all the time, but I'm not angry. I love my country. I fight for my country. And uh, I want people to be free. And I know anger is not the way to do it. How do you turn on your country? I, I'm. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Uh, right here. She said what I was going to say. Oh, she did? Yeah. Were you surprised by it? No, he does it all the time. Yeah. And I mean, I'm, I'm starting not to be surprised because I don't care how educated blacks are or anything else. They always have that same anger. That all, and he, he must get that. Uh, somebody must be saying, okay, that's all right to say that. Yes. Or he wouldn't say it. And the liberal Very media actually helps him with that. Otherwise, he would not be able to say that. I recommend do what you want. But as if, if you're walking by what is right, when you see this stuff, when these people reveal themselves, stop supporting them. I want to support because you're supporting evil. There is good and there is evil. And we got to make up our mind which one is more important to us, our minds as to which one is more important to us. Are we going to do, be of good, but yet try to hold on to evil too because it feels good to the ego? Or are we going to let it go? And these people start to change if we shine the light on it and don't support evil when we see it. And never mind who it is, it, it, never mind the color of the person, we got to stop. We can stop this stuff from happening because greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. But if we just continue to support them with our finance and just laugh about it and go on like it's nothing, it's empowering evil to do it even more so. You're right. Somebody's saying to him, that's fine. You can say that. We're still going to get you out there. People are still going to come. We're going to give you TV specials and everything. And the Christians will sit there and look at the shows and laugh. If I were white on the outside as I am on the inside, <laughs> I wouldn't support 
any of them when they came out like that, when that happened. I just wouldn't do it. I don't need it. But white people are going to still do it. Yes. Hold, hold on a minute. You know, I read a response to Chris Rock on the Internet. I'd like to give a quick synopsis of it. What black people forget because they've been so brainwashed about white people, and yes, white people did have slaves at the independence of black women. It wasn't, it wasn't 100% white people were all for slavery. The North was against it. The South was for it. So that's northern white people were against it. The southern white people were for it. They know that already. They, I know, but they, they, did, don't care. they forget that conveniently forget that issue yeah. all the time. Right. And the reason for it, because as somebody mentioned, it's the anger that's there. Mm -hmm. When you're angry, history doesn't matter because Satan caused you to put in what he want you to have there. And he also said that the injustice toward the Republicans, you know, how blacks view Republicans as racist and stuff. All the civil rights legislation was passed by Republicans and white people passed you know, civil rights legislation. It couldn't have been black. They weren't in the majority. They um, don't care about that either. What changed black people to Democrats is when Roosevelt, it started with Roosevelt, gave this, all this, started this welfare yeah. toward um, uh, black people. And then they, they got know about the Democratic that. Party. They don't care about that. Yeah, no, they, they don't. know. When you're angry, you need, you just, you got to blame somebody else for your anger. You can't really see. That's why God said that our battle is a spiritual battle between good and evil. And you got to call it that. You got to call it what it is because if you just throw stats out to them and a little history, it's not going to change their hearts. And that's what needs to happen. White Americans' hearts need to change so they can get over this fear, and black Americans need to stop hating. That's what's going on. They know about the history. Everybody's talking about it now. And, but it's, it's the spirit. It's a spiritual thing. But you write about what you're saying. That's not going to help. And many of them are not going to believe that either. They think that that's made up. It's not going to change. And I've been there, done that, I understand it, until the heart changes. Yes, sir, changes. Did you have your hand? Oh, okay. Uh, right here. Uh, earlier, earlier you say that my, when a per, uh, person is unconscious of what they're doing in the moment, is that, is that a form of brainwashing or hyp uh, hypnosis? Because a person... Uh, a person who can, uh, who's unaware uh, unaware of himself is manipulated by something other than himself. That is yeah. That, yes. I Most think. people are in a trance and don't know it. Right. I was in a trance and didn't know it. What's so weird about this, you could be hypnotized and not know that you're hypnotized. How are you supposed to get help if you don't know you're sick? Isn't that like amazing? It's like a trick. It's like you don't even know it. You don't know that you're hypnotized until you come out. And when you come out of it, it's like, oh, my God. It, it's, it's weird that it's set up like that. When I get up there, I'm going to ask God about that one. Yes, that's one thing. I'm like, how, how are we supposed to know? <laughs> if we can't see, how are we supposed to know? You know what I'm saying? I don't, I, God must have been, well, I ain't going to talk bad about God. He may get me. Just one more thing. I believe may, uh, mayor or entertainers control the people. Uh, uh, control uh, control the people. Uh, people patronize them through uh, through this anger because yeah. they, they know they're hypnotized and they're uh, and taking advantage of it right now. That's why I want you to overcome anger because once you overcome that anger, no one can control you. You cannot be manipulated, and you don't put up an effort not trying to be You know, not trying not to be manipulated. 
It's just that you can see and they can't do it to you anymore because you are awake now. It's like you're entering into another identity and now you're locked in and they can't manipulate you. But when you have that anger, someone can make you think that you're gossiping when you're really not. And then you wonder, oh, was I gossiping? I didn't even think I was gossiping. Oh, yeah, you were. <laughs> uh, yes, sir. I've got a question. How do you get over anger for the truth? Because that seems to be the bottom line core thing that's wrong with me. I've got anger for the tr- against the truth. You have anger. Well, all ego people have anger against the truth. Right. Because the truth is your enemy. It is. It yeah. is. When it, when it comes at me and yeah. it corrects me, yeah. I have a hissy. Yeah. I mean, I, I, <laughs> I just can't stand it. It's okay for me to point out where blacks are racist and all this kind of stuff, but right. when truth finally comes around to me, yes. oh, my gosh. Ego, I understand why they're still in a yeah. you know, trance because... That's a I'm very good trance. question. You know. It's interesting in that you know that there is another way and you know that your ego is at work where you get angry like that, yet you can't seem to overcome it, huh? Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. I, have this, I have this hatred of the truth when it comes to me. When it's about you. Yeah, when it's about me. Rhonda want to tell you how to overcome that. She's just dying to tell you. <laughs> Before she does. Oh, let me tell you what I tweeted about. That's why I didn't even raise my hand when it comes to the gossip thing. I I gossip against my boss this week when I, when I thought that when he was, when I was dealing with him one-on-one, I thought, I'm handling this. I'm not judging him. And then later I went and told some coworker all that I should have told him. Oh, man. I think people who gossip about their bosses, they need to be taken out to the shed. <laughs> the bosses can't do that anymore. Because... <laughs> Forget it. Because you made a promise to your boss for $10 an hour, whatever. I'll be here every day. I'll do this amount of work. I'll take the orders. And yet, you break that promise. That's mind-blowing to me. Yep. Isn't that like mind-blowing? Yep. You need to be taken to the shed. You know, and I realize <laughs> these things, but when it just, when it comes around to actually doing them and not not like he'll bring around the truth about what I'm doing yes and sometimes I think I'm handling it and I try to change and 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 mend my ways and stuff but there's just there's still this um hatred for the truth running going to tell you how to overcome it did you did you go back to this person and say I I should not have gossip about my boss like that to you of course not why not of course not You're too prideful to go back? Yeah, why would I do it in the first place if I'm going to then apologize for it in the second place? Maybe that'll help wake you up. Uh, maybe. Confess our sins. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Ain't having none of that. Here's what I tweeted after Chris Rock said that about the white people. Happy white people Independence Day. The slaves weren't free, but I, I'm sure they enjoyed the fireworks. I said, you know, Chris Rock play, it played in an animated movie. You know, he played a, a giraffe in a movie. Huh? A zebra. And I said, Chris Rock played in his movie, uh, animated movie, but he acted like a jackass on this one.
Isn't that a good response? Huh? Oh, July 4th, yeah. Chris Rock uh, played the zebra in that movie, and he acted like a jackass on this one. And the people got mad. Oh, you're going too far now, Jesse. <laughs> you're going too far. But he did. He acted like a jackass. Yes. Really, um, he's always kind of been like that, but he's really funny. Have you ever seen a um, stand-up comedy? Where he's he always talk- been a jackass? No, funny, uh. funny. He had a comedy stand-up one time where he talked about black people real bad, too. Yeah. I think yeah, everybody should look at it. Yeah. But it, it, it was based off the truth, too, about right. how black people act. And he said it's a difference between black people and niggas. Yeah. But I don't want nobody going against my country. <laughs> okay. That's what I don't like. But anyway... You want to tell him what to do. How? What, what was your question again? Right here, Rob. Back to the question. Ask the question only. Oh, never mind the question because no, I want to know there the really question. is not an answer for this. <laughs> What's the question? The question was, how do you get over your hatred of the truth when oh. it comes to you? Okay. Brenda, help the man. He's lost. <laughs> By er- behind every good man is a good woman. <laughs> <laughs> Help the man. I mean, the the hatred, the truth. You, let me think. He just has think. to be more aware. He just has to practice being aware on a daily basis. I mean, we all hate the truth about ourselves because that's the ego. Our ego does not want us to hear the truth. So, all you can do is be aware on a daily basis. That's all I do. That would you recommend? That's what I recommend. Uh oh. You're in trouble for another. <laughs> you're in trouble for another 20 years. <laughs> yeah, I um, actually have been more acutely aware of it over the last couple of weeks. I even put it in my phone. I said, "Wow, this is uh, this is my one problem here. Is I I hate the truth when it comes around to me." Yeah. That was like two or three weeks ago, and I had an episode just recently where it just all even got worse. Yeah. So I can tell when you're mad at the truth about yourself. Yeah. Because you turn all red. And you look all crazy. Yep. And I'm like, wow, this is hurting him. Yeah. But I still tell you anyway. So he needs to feel the pain. <laughs> and understand the pain is not going to kill you. Just feel the pain and let it go. Absolutely. Feel that pain of the ego. Put up no resistance and you shall be free. There's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can do. And putting up no resistance is admitting that you're wrong. And you're not denying it. And that's where God can kick in. Put up no resistance against life and you shall be free. Take the pain. Take the pain. All you're doing is admitting, yes, I'm wrong. Because you're feeling the pain because this truth is, you know, you haven't crossed over yet. So you, this, this, is, this person is right about what they're saying to you. So they're, they're really doing you a favor by allowing you to see that ego so you can be born again. Intellectually, I do realize this stuff. I do. But that's all you can do. Stuff, but, uh, you can't understand this pain spiritual. is like telling me to put some fire down my throat. You know those guys who do the fire breathing thing? <laughs> <laughs> well, then what you got to do then is just suffer until you make up your mind. You really want to change. Yeah. You want the gift that God has provided for all of us. You, you're not ready for it yet. If you got all that going on, you're acting. Yeah, this. Say what? Yeah, it is. Telling him that over and over and you keep listening to your intellect because, you know, it's working for you. That's a good point. You're still too connected to the voice of the devil. 
Yeah, it does. Um, to the ego voice. It will come to my aid and comfort when I'm feeling that pain to turn that pain into hatred of the truth. That I can't me. wait until you, the guys and ladies get over this because after a while, once you get over that, people tell you the truth or lie to you about yourself or whatever, it doesn't even occur to you to be mad. There is no pain anymore. It's like, it's nothing. It, it's just nothing. Either it's true or it's not. There's no more ego pain with it because you start to overcome with every moment. I can't wait for you to have that. If you're going to get it. I know. That's what I'm thinking if I'm ever going to get it. At some point, it's just you have to cut all the words out. Yes. And stop intellectualizing how you feel and just That's a good point. let it go. Have no conversation about it at all in your head. Because that's not you. That's Satan influencing you, influencing you to have this conversation about it. Oh, I'm just too... It's, I'm never going to get this. It's too hard for me. I, whatever he tell you. It's going to take firework, whatever. It's all lies. All God requires of you to be still and know. He doesn't want you to think about it, talk about it, listen to all the crap. He just wants you to be still and know. His way is so simple. His ways are simple. But you got to just relax so you can, be, you can find those simple ways. And just imagine, all he wants us to do is just be still and know, and he would do the rest. He would just show you. But no, the ego trying to make you be involved. You, you see the difference? Yeah. yeah. It's always trying to convince you. That makes sense? Very good point, Rodney. It does. You got to stop communicating with your father, the devil. It's not that hard to do. You just let go. That's all. Then it'll be done for you. Let go with the conversation. Don't be riding down the road talking about how crazy you are and all that. You know what I mean? That makes sense? Yeah, it makes sense. It's just... Um, there is no gesture. It's just... Actually, You're doing it again. It's actually it happening. I mean, it just it doesn't happen. Because you're still communicating with your father, the devil. Right. This is what I do. Right. Cut it out. She's absolutely right about that. Cut out the intellectual conversation with the devil. Because you'll find yourself agreeing with him. But he makes such good points. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What's up, buddy? All right. Yes, ma'am. No, I just wanted to share some, some, what someone said to me that has helped me. Uh, they said, get your education, your intellectual, and then get over it because it's what's blocking you. <laughs> yes, from man. The truth. That's true. Uh, before I move on, I, I got to get this other woman in there, Melissa Harris Perry. She's, uh, uh, she's on MSNBC, and I think she's like a reporter or something like that, another black guy. Uh, she said on the 4th of July, here's what she had to say about the great country. Uh, and I noticed she has those braids things too. They're like all the militant got this Afro stuff going on. But she said that uh, she talked about our state, oh, about the state of our country. Uh, she talked about oppression, imperialism, genocide, and slavery. 
she talked about how the people in prison and jail and how bad that is because of this old mean country. And she also said, uh, she, re- she says she remember her nation's many wrongs. So she remembered the, the, the wrongdoing of this great nation. These people are evil, but these people influence them because they're on TV, they got these little titles, and they are influencing with evil. And that's why we got to wake up real fast. Otherwise, I would never get my America back. I went through this whole thing with the plantation deal. It doesn't feel like anything ever happened to me. God is good. And you, you shouldn't remember that kind of stuff. Yes, sir. I believe uh, that lady, was her name Michelle Harris? Michelle Perry? Harris. Perry. She she was a like uh, the the experts on the panels uh, that they would just retread on every single show. Yeah, she was just overworked, and then they finally gave her, her and she she got her start as a expert as a prof- she's a professor that they hired as an expert, and you should hear her uh, her opinions up until the time she got her show. She was just 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 throwing up. It was like it was about it was just as about as sensible as. As as throw up, it yeah. made no absolute no sense. And now she's she's got her own show. Isn't that amazing? It's, it's pretty sorry. You see how evil the evil people help one another to get the message of evil out there. They help each other. We got to do the same. We got to join together for the good and fight back because good will win over evil. Don't worry, good will win over evil. Uh, Patrick, did you bring your Bible today? Let Kent read, uh, you can do it from your chair there, Kent, because we have the mic. Let Kent read Psalms 91. Uh, Good will win over evil in your personal life, in your everyday life, your private lives and everyday life. It really, really win over evil. Um, How many of you have fear yet to just absolutely be honest with people or yourself? Dang. (laughs) Lord have mercy. Uh, Psalms 91. I want to get this in because we run out of time. I'm telling you, there is a God. He's up there, but he lives in us too. And you got to cut it out. You got to be still and let him take over your life, men and women, and then we can win this battle. You're not going to win this battle with evil because if you have fear, you have doubt, you don't have love, you don't have the power to overcome evil. You're not going to win it with evil. You got to have good. And God is in control. He created everything. I know the earth belongs to Satan right now, but we can be on this earth and be of God and have an excellent free life. We can be free within and we can do just fine, but we got to fight the battle. And it's fun fighting the battle. And the devil gets busy. He gets angry. He throws in the worst of the worst on you, but you know God is with you and you know that you can overcome any challenge, anything. But your family, your friends, your money, your cars, your houses, your vacation trips and all that cannot be number one. The truth got to be number one. And I don't mean like just simple truth, just living a life. That has to be number one. If you put anything else before that, then God can't help you. All right, that makes sense? It's real easy and nice. Yes, Patrick. Can you really put things ahead? I mean, e- either 
to me it seems like things are either at the importance it just is it's not like you can place something more important than God if if God is most important to you you can't place something in his place once you're born again you can't do that but until that happens you can okay yeah, well, people, but people, until you do that you can't put God first right that's why I'm trying to tell the people wake up from that you, nothing else is going to work but that but you got to let go be in it but not of it you have to be willing to let it go let it go all right. The reason I'm saying that because I've spent time <laughs> playing with that idea, not being born again, and yet trying to put God first, and it's a lot of, you know, extra work. Yeah. Trying to put Him first. Well, in other words, oh. kind of intellectually. Trying to put God yeah. first. Yeah. You can't put God first. You can't try. Don't try. You're you're absolutely right. Don't try to put God first. Just know that He's not first. Look at, be honest about what's important to you. Yeah. And then you, things will start happening for you. Right? Just be honest about it. But because you're right, because when I say put God first, now you're trying to put him first. It doesn't work that way. It really doesn't. Let's have uh, Psalms 91, uh, Kent. Put it right to it, right, so we can hear it clear, Robert. Yeah. You who live in the secret place, of a lion, spend your nights in the shelter of Shaddai, saying to Yahweh, my refuge, my fortress, my God in whom I trust. He rescues you from the snare of the fowler set on destruction. He covers you with pinions. You find shelter under his wings. His constancy is shield and protection. You need not fear the terrors of the night the arrow that flies in the daytime, the plague that stalks in the darkness, the scourge that wreaks havoc at high noon. Through a thousand fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, you yourself will remain unscathed. You have only to keep your eyes open to see how the wicked are repaid. You who say, Yahweh, my refuge, and make a lion your fortress. No disaster can overtake you. No plague come near your tent. He has given his angels orders about you to guard you wherever you go. They will carry you in their arms in case you trip over a stone. You will walk upon wild beast and adder. You will trample young lions and snakes. Since he clings to me, I rescue him. I raise him high since he acknowledges my name. He calls to me. And I answer him. In distress, I am at his side. I rescue him and bring him honor. I shall satisfy him with long life and grant him to see my salvation. Isn't that sweet? That's some deep stuff. And that, and, but most people don't believe that way. Though. And only because you're living in darkness. Most people don't believe it. I'm telling you, it's real. It is absolutely real. We are a living being. And we have a bit of his nature uh, within us. Once you lock in, you're locked in. You start living the other way. But you got to be still and know. You got to take the pain of truth so you can see that you're wrong. Don't fight against it. Don't be mad about it. Put up no resistance to it so that he can come in and save you. Any little fight that you put up against truth, you're never going to become friends with it. You got to take the pain of being wrong. You got to know that your heart is wicked and don't 
do anything else about it. Don't deny it. And just learn to be still so that he can change you. And then all these things will be added into your life. It really, really will. And it's, you can't even understand it with your mind. You cannot intellectually understand the things of God at all. And so when you're hearing this, you say, oh, yeah, that's nice. I can word on. You can't understand it. Words doesn't explain the love and the depths of what God can do for you and will do. And it's, it's, I, I want to use the word weird because it's just so interesting. It's just mind-blowing how it will work for you. Just like evil's working on your behalf when you're one with it, God will work on your behalf when you're one with him. And there is a willingness to stand alone without thinking about a willingness to stand alone. You want people to be involved. You want to be involved with others. But when it doesn't work that way, it's fine. And you'll see people turning against you on every side, every corner. You know, it, 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 it would be hard to really just join different groups and things because the moment you say something they don't like, they're going to throw you out or you'll just leave. But God is with you. It doesn't, you still wish them well. You wish your family members well. It's a, it's, it is an amazing way to live. It really, really is. And Christ made it possible. Of yourself, you could do nothing. Did you have a question about that? What he read? No. Oh, so you're looking weird. What are you thinking? Nothing? No, I don't have a oh, okay. About that. But I want you to know that. Know thyself. Relax with life. Don't put up a fight. I mean, with your own personal overcoming. Put up a fight against for our country. But it's a spiritual battle, and we are headed downhill really fast. We really are, as a country and as a people. We are going downhill because people, the Christians are afraid. And they are afraid because they don't have perfect love. In perfect love, there's no fear, no doubt. So cut it out. When you pray, be still and know the truth, and allow God to do the rest. All right, here's what I want to do for next week. I didn't get to it today, and I wanted to ask the question in the fullness of it. I picked up this book. The other, I got a whole different bunch of books that folks give me that I, I appreciate it. And once in a while, I try to read. And uh, here's the question. As long as the ego runs your life, there are two ways of being unhappy. This statement was made in this book, and it named the two ways. As long as the ego runs your life, there are two ways of being unhappy. Isn't that amazing? Only two. And now you're thinking, what is it? And don't be trying to steal the ass off my paper. <laughs> when I read that, I'm like, wow, that is so true. All kind of lights came on. And I hope it does for you, too, when you think about it. Just look at your ego. You'll see what it is. As long as the ego runs your life, there are two ways of being unhappy. What are you thinking, Kent? I'm, I'm not thinking. Nobody thinking about what that is? What are you thinking, sir? Caring what people think about you. So what? Caring what people think about you. Oh, like. I'll tell you what it is. Just not to be selfish. Two ways. Of, uh, as long as the ego runs your life, there are two ways of being unhappy. Number one is not getting what you want. <laughs> and number two is getting what you want. 
Isn't that deep? Y'all don't look as happy as I was. Isn't that deep right now? Huh? Yeah, it is. As long as the ego, we're out of time. We're off. That's amazing. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, folks. For more information, to purchase a copy of this program, or to make a donation, visit us on the web at bondinfo.org or call 1-800-411-2663. That's 1-800-411-BOND. Bond.